Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yes, hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we try and come up with five sketch ideas. Alistair, just coming in on the chopper now, just about to land here. Oh, oh no, no, he's put his hand up and he's lost all his fingers in the blade. I have a touch screen. I'm just getting used to touching the screen with the specific area of my stump. <laughs> I love, I love somebody who's so positive that they can instantly overcome any setback, That's okay. <laughs> even as his fingers are being chopped off yeah. in the blades of the helicopter. It's okay, everybody. I've got a touch screen. That's okay. It'll be fine. I don't use I don't use a traditional keyboard, so that's fine. <laughs> I have I have the Xbox uh, gesture control. Uh, it'll be all right, guys. Don't worry. Xbox has invented the thing. I've been what's using that called? That thing. Dragon text to speak <laughs> for years. It's calibrated to my voice. <laughs> yeah, no, Drag, that's a, okay, yeah. that's a sketch. Yeah, right. Somebody who instantly overcomes Instant. obstacles. It's just so positive. Man. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe just a yeah. It's a, definitely a character. Instantly. Um, a, a, a picture maybe. Uh, uh, it's it's possibly someone arriving like on the battlefields of of, of France on the shores of France, a landing. Like, very Saving Private Ryan opening here, getting mm-hmm. shot at by guns and just yep. everything that goes wrong, they're just instantly, yeah. oh, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> but when have you ever been so alive? <laughs> you know, just sitting behind a big metal thing. It was great they put those big metal things. What that they are could you talking on. about? Like, you know, to block the, the bullets from hitting them. Oh, Okay. What oh, are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> I thought I was talking about the same thing as you. Yeah, but the, the sitting behind a big metal thing, I was, in, I was picturing a filing cabinet. Well, Were Andy, those things filing cabinets? And Andy, you have to keep, you have to keep on track to w- of what you're talking about in order to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, don't pay, fr- I don't pay attention to myself. I tune out a lot in the middle of my sentences and uh, just snap back into it at the oh, end. Oh, you know, saying, oh, I also I tune out. What are you talking about <laughs> tuning out? Why are you bringing this up, tuning out? Oh, this is weird. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's one sketch. All right, this could be a two in the think tank shorts for all we know. Yeah, we don't okay. know. I, I, you know, it's it's possible that when they start weaving trousers at the mm-hmm. top, yeah. they don't even know if it's going to be shorts. I, I, oh, I picture yeah. this is how they make trousers. They just start weaving from the very top, and they just weave their way down, yeah. and they can stop at any minute. Yeah, I guess it seems like it would be more difficult to start at the at the bo- to, at the bottom of the legs because you have to start <laughs> at two separate points there. <laughs> Stop at the. Okay, guys. I just like to make it clear. Obviously, we we know that they start by making um they they make the material first and then they cut out the pattern and then they sew the pieces together. But for the purposes of this discussion, we're picturing them looming, <laughs> looming pads, thread by yeah. thread from the from the cuffs up. 
Okay. Like a 3D printer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like when they were trying to dig the channel tunnel uh, from France to England, and they started at each end, and then they met up in the middle. Okay, did, did they do that? Yeah. It's mm. like that, but with, with trousers. Yeah. <laughs> start from the bottom of each leg yeah. separately, and then they just c- hope to Christ that they meet up in the crotch. In the crotch. <laughs> yeah. And then occasionally, like, they'll th- th- someone will get... Because it's two different people as well, <laughs> one Frenchman and one Englishman weaving each leg, and then sometimes they get to the crotch, and you know, uh, there's one guy's like two centimeters off, yeah, and they have to throw the pants away, <laughs> and that only hurts uh, French English sort of, uh, you know, relations relations uh, even again worse. <laughs> Can I, I, I have to bring this up now, Andy, yeah. because. You had this worry just then that 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 people listening to the podcast were they thought oh, you guys you guys have got it all wrong you think that they just loom the pants <laughs> like that right we had to just start again a new podcast okay we start sometimes we start and then we just go we have to start again because Andy ma- made an analogy where he said something about a superconductor and then he's like we have to stop I can't be the guy who who brings up superconductors. I can't be that guy, and I don't want people to think of me as that guy. And that that was the strangest, most obscure... Paranoid. Paranoid insecurity I've ever heard, that I almost want to create a, uh, a like, you know, like a Discovery Channel, uh, like, like reality show. Yeah, yeah, okay. Off the bat, my, like, like my... Weird insecurities. My strange insecurities. <laughs> I don't want people to think that I'm the kind of guy who does a, a superconductor... Analogies. Uh, analogies. <laughs> How does this affect your life? Oh, it really doesn't. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Not even so. Well, it did once. <laughs> when I was young, uh, my mom took me to my aunt's house, and she said, uh, what is this like? And I said, it's a bit like, uh, you know how if you cool a metal down to zero, absolute zero, <laughs> and there's no resistance anymore for the electrons to pass through a metal? I guess I've been trying to overcome that ever since. And my aunt laughed at me. She said, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> since then. <laughs> um, yeah. No, that's, 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 that's quite good. Especially when they overcome their insecurity at the end and their life is exactly the same. <laughs> Can I write that down? Yeah. Yeah. In, uh, weird in insecurities uh, on the Discovery Channel. It's like it's embarrassing bodies. Um it's uh, it's like hoarders. It's uh, what's that eating things? People who, like eataholics. Is that a thing yeah. where people like eat really weird specific like stuff? The lady who eats um, only eats chips or something. Yeah, there's like no cheese on chips, and there's another one who just eats drywall. <laughs> I don't think that person just ate drywall. Did yeah, they? <laughs> yeah, no, maybe not. But but I don't she think ate they drywall. Were on an exclusively drywall diet. That's true. But she was eating her house slowly, <laughs> and she would also go to the store and, and like sample different drywalls and see which ones. Really? Yeah, she'd go like to Bunnings or whatever, and and just try it, and then she'd be like, "Nah, it's not really the one I'm after." And she goes, "Yes, this is the one." Like specific flavors of, mm. oh my god, that's so amazing. 
That's so amazing. That's not just amazing. That is so amazing. So amazing. <laughs> well, I mean, someone I mean, should... I'm, I'm used to being amazed. Yeah. But that is so amazing. Oh, in this day and age, with the internet and everything like that, you could spend your whole life, your, you know, your whole day being amazed. But only occasionally is something going to cross that amazement threshold into being so amazing. And it's pretty much impossible to predict what it's going to be. Because if I had told you you're going to be super amazed by a lady eating drywall... You would have laughed in my face. And then I would have got a weird insecurity about it. And then I would have made it onto this reality <laughs> show. Um, on the internet. Yes. There's a lot of stuff that's like... Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm weirdly vulnerable to this kind of headline, right? Yeah. Like the 13 most important dog gifts on the internet, right? Something like that. Just the, something yeah. about the most important, I, I find. That, and I realize they're doing it as a joke, and it's an obvious joke, and it's an internet joke. But that particular joke yeah. really gets to me. The most important. I find that really, really funny. Has anybody yeah. done a list of the 30 least important dog gifts on the internet? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Like what is it like a? <laughs> that w- it would it would just be a dog just walking across the screen. I I presume it doesn't make just eye contact. Sitting there, n- completely not staring into the camera. Yeah, because yeah. he can't he can't even give you a sad look or something like no, that because that no. would make it important. <laughs> There's got to be nothing of note about these dog gifts. <laughs> I think there should be like a, like a bunch of them where it's just you know somebody filming a dog from behind and he kind of walks into somewhere and then. That's it, because you you know if you don't get to get any yeah. kind of eye contact, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> eye contact is important with a dog. It is. I feel. I feel like yeah. Just playing with a pen, guys. Yeah. Um, the ink has gone all over my fingers. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Guys, this couldn't be going better <laughs> in, in terms of like ink and sound. Oh, what the fuck was that? I have no idea, Alistair. Yeah. What were, what were those words supposed to? I don't know. Yeah, this couldn't be going better in terms of ink and sound. Yeah, like it—it's really driven the whole thing to a podcast to a halt. All right, guys, we're going to have a moment silence to reflect on Al's consciousness, which mm. just died. Al's ability to communicate passed away a few moments ago. Ah, uh, no, we can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's um that was very good. Thanks. Do, you, do when you listen to the last post. Yeah. Like there's a bit at the end, right, where it goes like right? Yeah. Um but like that Yeah. Like I feel like every time I heard the last post mm. growing up, that bit was always like really weird. Like that transition, they always struggled with that transition b- between those two notes. Mm. And I thought that that was part of the like yeah. the song. Like 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 the trumpeter is getting so sad that he can't <laughs> even play the notes properly. Yeah. Like is it is that is there any chance that that's correct? Well, so it's, it either means that... <laughs> He's overcome by of, emotion and he can't trumpet properly. 
Or maybe they've built that into the into the song. Yeah, well, I was wondering, like, like you know, like a like a stand up. Like I have bits and that are like, oh, I feel like I've, I've forgotten this thing or I can't think of this thing. All built into my set. Yeah. So they've got this like, all right, now here you have to sort of crack like like you've like you're breaking up with emotion. Yeah. At this bit because you're near <laughs> the end of the song and if you're not overtaken by emotion, you know, it's like like it's like if you, you how, how you feel guilty at a, at a funeral if you haven't cried. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Look, millions of people have died here, and you're remembering it, and you should be crying. Yeah, but you're playing the trumpet, so you can't cry. Yeah, but you can play the trumpet badly. Yeah, <laughs> just that little, just like in one note yeah. transition. No, I'm, 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 I'm interested. And uh, if you do have the answer for me, please write into the show. Well, maybe we should hear Miles Davis play it. If we could hear Miles Davis play it. And then we'll go, well, now we know for sure. Now we know. Now we know. <laughs> or who's, who's a good Australian trumpet player? Oh, James uh, Morrison. James Morrison. Is that from, his name? I think so. The, from The Who? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, you mean from The, the doors. doors? Yeah. No, from The Who. From The Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, no, I think James Morrison is a good Australian trumpet player. Yeah. But is he a writer and a trumpet player? But is he, is, does he have, what? Is he, isn't he a writer as well? For oh. the Who? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he writes for the Who. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. I I I don't know. Clive James I'm thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I was thinking of Clive James. <laughs> is he a writer? Yes. Yeah. He is for the Who. Yeah. <laughs> it's great that they've got their own writer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that'd be a weird thing to be, but both a trumpeter and a writer, right? Yeah, um, probably. <laughs> the, <laughs> they are very separate skills. Let's not pretend that there's much crossover between trumpeting and the written word. Yeah, because okay? well, cause music is, is like expression without words. That's yes. the whole point of it, is that you're expressing yourself things that you couldn't and possibly express time, with words. Trumpeting is like expression without music, because I've yeah. got no idea what those guys are doing. Yeah? Especially that bit in the last post. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's just built-in emotion. <laughs> but, uh, but the idea of a band having a writer mm. is quite funny, because what would they write? I picture in my mind they're writing maintenance manus, manuals for, like, 1980s uh, Toyota Corollas. <laughs> Really? Yeah. I picture that, uh, say, um, uh, what's a good band? Deep Purple. Yeah. Maybe sure. has a staff writer, and they're doing a series of, uh, of manuals. And so, deep, it's, so he's, what, is it going to be part of like their box set later on? That these <laughs> yeah. are, this is like the. Uh, but also, how did that come about? Was it that they were driving a 1980s Toyota Corolla? Yeah, quite possibly. Then they. It it just it just turned out to be part of their portfolio. <laughs> just just one of the things we do. A lot of companies do a lot of diverse stuff. Why can't bands branch out? That's sure, all I'm saying. Deep Purple was the Yamaha of thank of you. Bands. We're bringing the Yamaha back into it. Yeah, well, you got to not take the Yamaha out of it. No, you well, can't in take the first place. Yeah, you, <laughs> if you can't take the Yamaha out of the Deep Purple, uh, but you can take Deep Purple out of Yamaha, <laughs> which they they broke they broke off from <laughs> Yamaha. Do you think you think Deep Purple was a subsidiary of subsidiary of uh, of Yamaha? Yeah, and they they went into music, and they then, at some and then point they, they span off yeah. the uh, the Deep Purple yeah. arm of the Yamaha Corporation. <laughs> yeah, they sort of butted off like a new universe, you know. Uh, um, 
okay, this is a, a funny sort of world where... Because because that's a thing that companies do, right? Companies split up, companies separate, and they have sections of the company that go off, and then they have mergers and stuff like that. Yeah. Like That's a weird world mm. of like these sort of amorphous entities deciding to separate, yeah. and they think it'll be better if we're apart, and then sometimes yeah. they decide it'll be better if they're together. A really yeah. uh, interesting world. It's yeah, it's it's weird that you never really see the corporate structure as a blob because that's kind of <laughs> what they are. Yeah, they're just kind of like you know they're like two bu- bubbles of oil that just kind of like that, and then occasionally you shake it, and then it just kind of goes oh, and it breaks into <laughs> five little bubbles like that. Yeah, <laughs> but for some reason, look, I'm kind of stuck on this idea. I like the idea that like you two used to be a part of Microsoft. <laughs> That, yeah. That, like, that's why they're so big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know? great. Yeah. So, um, but I don't know what that means. And then, but I don't know. It could just be... Um, no, okay, so, yeah, I think this is a music documentary. Yeah. Okay, and they're talking um, behind the music kind mm. of thing. And mm. they're talking about when, uh, yeah, when you two separated off from Microsoft. Because they kind of were big around the same time. Right? Yeah. <laughs> You know, and Joshua Bono, Tree defi- came out. Bono definitely has a uh, a very like Steve Jobsy, Bill Gatesy kind of presence in the world. Yeah. Like he's like he's that guy. Yeah. Uh, and but that the idea <laughs> that like when Microsoft started out, it was sort of both a band and a computer company, <laughs> and then they decided that those two things didn't really work together. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but it wasn't until like you know. And also the name U two, it feels like a like it could be the name of a computer corporation, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like it's so yeah, it was a programming language and. Then eventually they just went, look, look, we're we're just about the music. (laughs) And he's like, I'm just about the programming. And then Windows 97 came out, or 95. Was that the first one? Yeah. Was that the first one? Uh, Like the first Windows. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't think 95 can have been the first Windows. No, yeah. Because I think they probably would have just called it Windows. Windows. When it came out. Yeah, I you think. know what? Otherwise, people would have been like, Windows 95, well, I haven't seen Windows ninety uh, Windows through 1 through 94. I don't yeah. know if I'll understand the plot. Yeah, that's true. And people would have been confused. Yeah, and that's probably why Bono left, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and I think I have the same problem with U2. Like, I, I, don't, I can't get into their music because I haven't heard U1. Yeah, or U. <laughs> or U. Or U0. <laughs> or U-1. Yeah. U two point one. I haven't. You see, that's my problem with U two is that I haven't heard U minus infinity to U <laughs> o uh, to U one. Okay. Um, yes, there's definitely a sketch in the uh, the origins of U two back when they used to be a division of Microsoft. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, and we can talk about who was the other guy who started Microsoft because it was Bill Gates and there was another guy, right? Not the 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 Steve Wozniak of Microsoft. Um, I I don't know who that guy is. Okay, we'll find out who that was. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Okay. And then it'll be. I was going to say maybe it could be Apple, but for some reason Apple isn't as funny as Microsoft. So let's go with Microsoft. Yeah. And it'll be like uh, there was uh, there was Bill Gates who was in charge of the marketing. There was. Uh, Bobby Jones, who was in charge of the uh, the programming development, and then there was Bono, who was in charge of the music. <laughs> As the company developed, uh, 
obvious rifts began to form uh, within within the group. Uh, initially, uh, Bobby Jones was aligned with Bono, and they were considering separating off and leaving Bill Gates alone with the marketing. <laughs> but it was decided that this ultimately that wasn't a good division. Just having software and music. <laughs> That's a, yeah, and wait, what's some of those things that Bill Gates said that that. Um, uh, that that you know, it was because Bill Gates said that uh, 527 kilo kilojoules, uh, no kilobytes, would be enough for any com- uh, for enough for any household. Yeah. But then Bono, of course, realized that you wouldn't be able to fit a whole album, <laughs> in there. and uh, and and that's when the their differences began. Uh, at, at one point, uh, Bill Gates actually came out and said there would be no reason for there to be there would never be a reason for someone to have a U2 album in their house. <laughs> <laughs> this was probably where the division started to form. <laughs> uh, to the, uh, to this day, um, Bono has maintained an interest in computers. Something, something. Something, something. Something, <laughs> the, something. The, the end. end. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll work out the details later. Yeah. No, well, I mean, that is sort of the... Uh, the the unsaid what remains unsaid in this podcast is we'll work out the details later. Oh yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> that's true. That's basically you could say that thirty times an episode. <laughs> yeah. We'll work out the details later. Blah yeah. blah 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 blah. Oh, I just went all lightheaded. Did you? Mm. Oh, what do you think it is? Uh, probably the two coffees I had this morning. Yeah, that's the true. two really strong coffees. Oh yeah, they're they're strong. Yeah. But I think those were like extra strong today. Like yeah, I no, looked that at guy, that particular that guy. barista guy, yeah. makes them super strong. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because I was looking into the cup and I was like, oh, this is dark. There is a like this is a brown it. coffee. Oh yeah. 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 Normally you would imagine like a sort of a light, you know, like you know, a bit darker than beige. Yeah, like no. a tan. A tan. Yeah. A tan More like coffee. tan pants. But this was a brown coffee. Yeah. Oh. And. Uh, yeah, I've got a lot of brown in me right now. Yeah, you've got you you're full of brown. Uh, <laughs> I've got the brown shakes. Maybe also while you talk about U2 and Microsoft you don't breathe that, that much because Probably. they're so great that they take your breath away. Take my breath away. Which is a great U2 track. Is it? Of course, yeah. No, it's not. It's not, is it? It's Are you not? joking? Yes. yes oh, I'm joking. Great. That's good. That's my form of joke, is that I just say things that are inaccurate. <laughs> that's a great form of joke. I've realized, it's one of the biggest forms at the yeah. moment, I think. Yeah. Saying things that are inaccurate. It's just, you know, because it's, it's partially trolling, and it's also just, uh, it's, but it's also just like, it's just a click where you say something confidently, and then, but that inaccurately. And uh, I think it's that. I think, right? It's like you're saying something yeah. confident and, and accurate. Yeah. And then it's yeah. like... But it's also... It's a celebration of how intelligent and how knowledgeable we all are. Ultimately. Yes? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Unless, of course, nobody picks you up on the fact that you were wrong. In which case, it's a celebration of how we're all just fucking sheep. I kn- eh? Well... Well, I'm not fucking sheep, but yeah, you know what I mean. We're all fucking sheep. <laughs> <laughs> it's a celebration. It's a celebration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hurrah! <laughs> yeah. Which is so such a weird way to celebrate that. Sorry. Yeah. No, at... sorry. I was going to do some weird thing about you two. Yeah. You two? Because you is a kind of sheep. I'm fucking sheep. You two? Uh, but that doesn't go anywhere. Um, the <laughs> but speaking of joking. Yeah. Right. Um, 
the Liberal Party has just come out and said, because before the election they said they were going to match the Gonski funding reforms for schools that Labor was offering, right? Yeah. So they really neutralised that as an electoral issue. And now they've come out and said that they're not going to do that, Yeah. right? Um, could they say that they were joking? Absolutely. We well, were joking, guys. It was a joke. But, yeah. No, that wasn't an electoral promise. That was an electoral joke. It was It was a piece of electoral humour. <laughs> electoral comedy. It was satire. It, I was doing a political comedy. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> um, As if you would have believed us. Yeah, that's really weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's a way of getting, you know, uh, sort of... You just got to elevate yourself above the electorate by making them feel bad for believing one of your promises. You go, yeah. oh, as if you'd be dumb enough to believe that. <laughs> as if we would do that. That was a joke. Yeah, and then everyone will be too awkward to say like, oh, yeah, no, no I got it. Because everyone hates to not get the joke. Yeah. Right? Everybody wants to feel like they got it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. And But the, but the, but it's so annoying that they can say... Um, Oh, th- th- we have to do this because of an electoral promise, right? Yeah. But then they can also say, well, we don't have to do that, even though it was an electoral promise. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, what is the point of anything? If they're... Do- what is... It? Anyway. The whole thing is sickening to me. Actually, look, I've, I've, I've come up with an I, I came up with a thing the other day where I reckon if you... At, the, at any point right now, if you yep. just Google Abbott mm-hmm. and check the news... The headlines, like go to Google News. Right. Right. Do you actually want me to do this? I don't well, have my well, phone. Well, I'm doing it right now. Okay. So um, this is for the listener. Yeah. Yes. And like, uh, if you just Google Abbott and then go to the news and you just read the headlines, it's just filled with loads of awful shit that's <laughs> happening. Right. Uh, okay. Tony Abbott proposes security roundtable uh, in bid to heal rift with Indonesia. Awful. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, but I mean, like, you know, he's got a rift with Indonesia. Yeah. Uh, Tony Abbott urged to overrule Christopher Pine on, on Gonski switch because that's them backing out of uh, yep. a promise. Abbott playing with dim- diplomatic fire in Asia. Good. Um, uh, Tony Abbott gets a shock as his leadership is found to... Waiting for the thing to load. I was hoping something really awful. <laughs> to be a big pile of shit. Oh. oh. His, his leadership is found to be... Uh, oh. Tony Abbott gets a shock as his leadership is found wanting. Well, yeah. that would be the worst thing. Yeah, wanting. You know, if you oh, had a leadership and then it was, and it was found and it was to be wanting. I wonder what it was wanting. Well, probably a different leader. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that bit wasn't that great. Yeah, no, but that's fine. Um, but yeah, uh, all all that stuff. I know it's it's hard to deal with, like, just because it does feel like a lot of horrible things mm. are happening with that. But it, it's I think this is the thing. Like, I think policies mm. are like I used to think policies were really important mm. uh, for politics, but I'm starting to feel like maybe like in the electoral cycle, policies don't mean that much. And maybe people who are really onto politics are like, well, duh. Or they're like, no, what are you talking about? As in, I could be wrong. You could be wrong but, in <laughs> two different ways. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but, but like, it, because, because they can always get in and then say, well, we've now found out that things are different than we thought, or now we've got extra information, or the previous um, party uh, 
was uh, has left us such a bad situation that we can't do what we said we were going to do. That yeah. seems to be a thing that can always be said. Um, it's 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 more important than ever that parties have like an ideological point of view, right? Because they can't yeah. get in and say, "Oh, well, it turns out our ideology was wrong." Yeah. Okay. Because then they're not a party anymore. It. I think like it should be more on a set of principles, like mm. uh, electoral. You know, your, your electoral campaign should be about principles. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't even agree with that. No, but look, I think it's, all it is is that they're like, look, we're going to get in and we're going to do whatever we want to do anyway. <laughs> all right? It doesn't matter what, what it took for us to get in. Yeah. All right? We just needed to get in so that we could do whatever we, we wanted to do. Yeah. And then once we're in, we'll just say whatever we have to say in order to get what what we want. <laughs> that is, this is our policy. Yeah. We will do whatever we need to do to get in. And once we're in, we'll do whatever we want to do. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll, we'll say whatever we need to say. Yeah. Say and to justify it. Yeah, well, that's pretty much it. Like, <laughs> like that's all it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. So, anyway, that's horrible. Yeah, we're a political think tank now. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, in, we're deep into the politics. Yeah, now. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna brainstorm things that are wrong with politics. I mean, like, like there's imagine like are there think tanks like this that don't really know that much about politics, <laughs> but they're but they're doing all the thinking for it. Quite I mean, possibly. what does it take to become a political think tank? Do you have to have a degree in politics? No, I don't. I don't think you need any qualifications at all. Yeah. Um, well, that's great. Yeah, it is good. But I mean, we, I have a qualification, so they're, they're you know, mm, that's yeah. Not, uh, hopefully, that won't work against me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> damn. Um, but a lot of think tanks as well are all about coming up with political solutions. Okay. Yeah. Is it funnier to have a think tank that's uh, coming up with political problems? In fact, yeah. actually, a lot of them probably already do that, don't they? Do you think so? I don't know. Well, well I'm <laughs> glad you backed out of it before you even got into it. Like, <laughs> no, but like, like, what do you mean? Like, sort of like the way that uh, people were tried to find the Monica Lewinsky thing, and and you know, yeah, and, and they yeah. brought that up, and yeah, like, I mean, there, I guess there are muckraking uh, people who try and find flaws in the personality or the history of um, politicians. Yeah, but like. I don't know, like a like a group who are trying to come up with problems, right? So we're not trying to come up with solutions. We're just trying to find problems. But like, like how to create problems, or or how to or find problems that they they're not aware of. Yeah, like problems that we didn't even know this was a problem. Okay, until the think tank came along and said, "Look, maybe maybe he wears too many hats." Yeah, you know, uh, and then we we can be like, "Oh, okay, that's interesting." You, we'll put that out there. Yeah, and what about like uh, you know? Oh, do you know how many staples the government is using? I've got no idea. Yeah, maybe well, it's too many. It's too many. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's an outrageous amount. Uh, great. Yeah. Well, well, let's get some outrage going. Well, what about the staples? And then like you know, because like you know, the way Abbott could just go. Well, what about the pink bats? Yeah, like that, which felt like nothing, but I don't know maybe it was something. I don't know. But then you go, well, what about the staples? And yeah. they go, oh, yeah, well, that's true. You know, Like, I remember one time an old lady once said to me that, that the reason she uh, she was not going to vote Labour anymore was because she found out that uh, in the public servant buildings, they had really good coffee machines. <laughs> and she was like, well, we don't get to drink coffee that good. <laughs> and so clearly this government is mismanaging the public service. And therefore, like, it's just, I'm like... 
what the f- this cannot be yeah. what you're thinking is that yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like even under the liberals they're going to be drinking great coffee no but like uh, i'm sure that's a thing that like it's it's there are so many big issues and there are so many things that are hard to understand mm. right but coffee is a thing that anyone can understand oh. and them drinking better coffee than you that's a really clear distinction yeah. and then you're like well that's unacceptable yeah. <laughs> Well, I am sorry, and uh, you this have lost issue. my vote. Yeah, this is an issue I understand, and I am clearly and objectively being hard done by yeah. in that the government is not dealing with my coffee. I'm voting with my taste buds. <laughs> so. um, yeah. Well, what's something that, that the, uh, the common man can understand that we can find as a problem that the Abbott government is doing wrong? Because, I mean, look, a lot of things, anything that's too complicated, people won't listen to. Yeah. All right? Because you tune out. And I think there's also a thing there where, like, things that you repeat that you hear over and over is called, mm. like, uh, there's the illusion of truth. So if you hear something over and over again, mm. you, you're more likely to believe yep. it to be true. Yep. But then also if something is too complicated, uh, you're, 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 you're going to feel like it's, it's not real. It's not true as well. Okay. So what if um, we came up with a thing like... Uh, we did. We got some statistics about like what kind, what kind of pets do the Labor Party have? Yeah, you know. So and then we researched that. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And we found out that like 96% of the Labour Party has dogs instead of cats. Mm, okay. Oh, yeah. no, sorry. We're doing the we're turning the podcast into a dog and cat podcast. Again. We would we would never do that. We would never. I listened to like the last 3 podcasts and uh and it turned out there was always a thing in there where we were like, where we were confusing dogs with people or people with dogs. And I was yeah. like, oh, we can't keep doing well, this. Imagine if that dog was a person. Imagine if that person, person was, was a dog. dog. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which is fine. Yeah. That's a great kind of comedy. It's not the worst kind. But uh, it was becoming a dominant yeah. form of comedy in yeah. our podcast. So I'm going to try and avoid it. Yeah, it would be horrible if we change the lyrics to a song and, oh, put, yeah. and put cats and dogs in there instead. Sort of like, it's raining cats and dogs, <laughs> hallelujah. You see like that? You're right, that was horrible. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but it mixed the two bad parts of comedy. Oh, yeah. no, we weren't necessarily saying it was bad. Anyway, let's move on. You were talking about... Yeah, okay, okay so I like this. Political problems that mm-hmm. we didn't know were political problems. Can yeah. we have just write that down as a sketch concept? Sure, sketch so like, concept. Like a... Um, a think tank that only comes up with problems, okay? We're not about solutions. Maybe even some people come up in the think tank, come up with solutions, and they say, look, that's really not our business, okay? You take that, stop giving me solutions and start giving me problems. You know? Uh, <laughs> I do like that. That's, look, that's a nice thing for somebody to yell out. Mm. Something you said about uh, that's not my business... Like sometimes I feel that kind of thing when uh, I'm working at uh, the like at the bottle shop, right? And people kind of get you to like, you know, customers kind of go like, "Yeah, can you put that in a box or can you do that?" and things like that. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes 
people are reaching the limits of what I'm supposed to do for them? <laughs> like, is it because they're in a store and I'm working in that store that anything they ask me to do, I have to do? Yeah. Like, sometimes Pretty it, much. It, it does kind of feel like that. Like, like, within the bounds of this store, I am their slave. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The customer is always right. Yeah. And you have to do whatever they want to make them happy. Like, that's a... Yeah, that's a an awful consequence of the consumer world. Yeah. And and the yeah, the primacy of the consumer. And but that's one of the fun, the best things is like people going like, "Oh yeah, can you wrap that up for, you know, for travel?" And I go, "No. No, that's not <laughs> we don't do that here." And that's the most satisfying thing. <laughs> it's just like, "Yeah, I'm not going to do." Oh, do you guys gift like like can you gift wrap that? No. <laughs> I can't. Like, you know what? They didn't even make that available for, for you. Yeah. And you don't know how much joy I have. Like, like that's the closest thing to telling somebody to fuck off I can do. Yeah. And, oh, that's great. It, it's, it would be almost ha- ha- t- worth having a little sign on the, uh, on, the, on the counter that says, ask me about gift wrapping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you gift wrap? No. No. <laughs> but thanks for yeah. asking. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to oh. have a really great day now. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that was that's I mean I don't get paid much but um ever since they put that <laughs> sign in my job satisfaction has just gone. Mm. Yeah, and I feel like there's a po- point where we've re- we've reached where uh the customer is now expects too much. Yeah. And like, you know, like 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 we've 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 told customers look you know like 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 you uh you're always right you 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 know uh vote with your dollar yeah and all this kind of thing and then so so now people they go into stores and they just expect everything yeah right and i don't know what i to don't do i that. don't think that's just stores man yeah. i think that's just life i yeah. think people just go into the world and just expect everything yeah, do you, you think know? we're like we're we're walking around like like spoiled little uh, brats? Like this is this is something that only kings and queens used to feel. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're modern day kings and queens. Uh, what are you writing down there? Oh, sorry, I was just writing a note for something that I could bring up later on in the podcast. Oh yeah, that's great. But uh, maybe I could bring it up now. What What do you think? It, what is it? Okay, can we do something with this? Right. Yeah. Um, in. Massages. Okay. <laughs> Good. It's a massive change of topic, That's which is great. why I was writing it That's down to bring it up later funny. on. I realize I've never written anything down to bring it up later on in the yeah, podcast. That's why I didn't deal with it very well. <laughs> <laughs> this, what, what is this? Yeah. What are you writing down? Eh? It's chaos. What are you keeping something from me? There's uh, only two of us here. <laughs> You're keeping secrets with yourself. Yeah. Like I'm being excluded from the convers some from some conversation, and there's only two two of I've us. I started here. to harvest all the best ideas for my solo <laughs> podcast project. We well, got some you got some secret solo projects going well, on. I've just got some sketch ideas that I don't think really work with our dynamic. With the two, and I was the just going to be doing uh, do them separately. Yeah, sorry, solo. man. I think that'll work more as a one man sketch thing. <laughs> one in the think tank is yeah. my other podcast. Oh man. Um. Don't know what voice we were doing there. It was uh, good though. But yeah, they're the guys who do solo projects, <laughs> yeah. solo sketch. It was my solo apparently, sketch voice. Apparently, we think the guys who do solo sketch are jerks. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so in massages, yeah. okay. Uh, oh, yeah. 
there's a thing called the happy ending. I don't know if you guys know about this. I've heard. But where you can uh, uh, apparently get jerked off at the end of yeah. the massage. And that's the happy ending. Yeah. Okay. But uh, but I want to do something where, like, that, that's such a, that, like, that's, I'm not quite sure how to play with it, but it's like the idea that either um, there's someone working in the massage industry who offers someone a happy ending, yeah. but they don't, it's not that, okay? So it's like maybe someone gets reunited with a lost puppy at yeah. the end of the massage. Or they, uh, they live happily ever after yeah. together. Yeah. Or at, at the end of the massage, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan get back together. Uh, <laughs> oh. Or possibly the alternative being that in the film industry, okay, yeah. um, somebody's in a... Uh, in a in a in a film thing, and they're like being told, "Well, we really like the film, but we think it needs a happy ending." Yeah. Okay. And then they that later on they're at the screening, <laughs> <laughs> they're watching the film, and then it gets to the point near the end of the film, and then someone just starts jerking, jerking the guy off. <laughs> Look, I think that's fun. I'm gonna write down happy ending. Yeah. Film slash massage, right? Yeah, slash massage. But I've also got an idea that uh, at the end of the massage, you say, would you like a happy ending? And you yeah. go, yes. And then they hand you a knife and you cut open their belly and then you let your grandmother out that they ate earlier. <laughs> <laughs> it's like at the end of Little Red oh, Riding Jesus. Hood. Eh? That's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it's for some reason, the big bad wolf was dressed up as a masseuse, <laughs> right? And then they gave you a massage, <laughs> and then they hand you a knife, like a hunter's knife. Yeah, a hunter's knife. Yeah, hunter's knife. Not just a uh, a domestic knife, because that would be confusing. That would be confusing, <laughs> and maybe uh, you know, like wolf. Could, be a, could it be a massage knife? Do masseurs have knives? Look, Are there uh, any knives designed for the massage there's industry? Gotta, there's got to be at least like there's got to be at least one style of massage in the world that involves it knives. Involves knives. Like it would, I would feel, I would be shocked if there wasn't. Thank you. Yeah, you know. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so maybe a massage knife, which could be the same as a hunter's knife. Yeah. Great. I mean, if if. There's a style of massage that can use knives. Why can't there be a massage style that uses hunter's knives? Uh, thank you. And why can't there be a style of hunting that involves massages? Thank you. And why <laughs> couldn't there be a style of, of receiving a massage yes. that also involves hunting. killing an animal? Killing an animal. <laughs> thank you. Thank and you. why can't there be a style of uh, hunting that involves receiving a massage? And, thank you, and why can't there be a style of being killed by a hunter that involves watching somebody get rubbed down? Thank you. And why can't there be a, uh, a version of the movie Deer Hunter? That, <laughs> no, no, that's that is where it ends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it involves people uh, standing at a round table getting... Uh, playing Russian temple massage, and then people go around and they just massage their temples, and they're yes. all because str- they're all stressed out. But only one person gets relieved. <laughs> Thank you. Only one person gets jerked off at the end. <laughs> Deer hunter has a happy ending. 
<laughs> this is Deer Hunter, but with a happy ending. Maybe, maybe that's for this person who is like, is he's he's come from massage, okay, the world of massage, and then then he's become a film director, right? <laughs> and then they're like, or she, or I she, he or she, yeah, rub, rub and know. tug. Apparently that's also a thing. Sometimes you can skip the massage altogether and you just go in for a rub and tug. I thought the rub would be the massage. Oh no, massage. Well, they're rubbing your penis. Oh, and then they're also tugging. And at they're it. tugging. <laughs> Uh, a boat, in, <laughs> <laughs> a boat in from the ocean, sort of a bigger boat that you know is more difficult to maneuver in these sort of shallow ports. <laughs> these sort of shallow ports that one would traditionally have a massage parlor in. in it's yeah. like it's not one of those deep, uh, deep harbor massage ports. It's more a shallow harbor <laughs> massage ports that requires a tugboat to get the container ships close to the massage table <laughs> so that the sailors can be jerked off yeah. onto the shore. <laughs> just into the water. <laughs> well, yeah, no, sorry. They, yeah, they can just stand on the boat and you can just tug them off onto the pier. Yeah. And so they just, yep, they're onto this wood and the wood absorbs that. Oh, uh, seamen ashore. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that was all fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. look, happy endings, film massage. Uh, look, Former gonna... masseuse director, rub and tug, Former tub and ruggy rug. Masseuse. Uh, tub and rug. Rug and tub. Also, uh, little Red Riding Hood. There's a guy with a rug and a tub, and there's a guy with a tub and a rug. Uh, I think the, r- the tug... I think the the tub and the rug are probably quite useful for the rub and tug because uh you need the uh the tub to jerk off into yeah. and the rug to clean up afterwards. It's a it's would a you, rug and tub tug and rug. Would you <laughs> it's a it's a rug and tub tu- tug and rub. A rug and tub tug and rub. Thank I you. like I like that you're using a rug to mop up <laughs> a rug like, yeah like it's a, a rug. shag pile <laughs> it's just oh. like, just this big thing it's, it's a Persian dusty. rug it's dusty it's so hard to dry yeah, like it's you, my cum rug after you clean it like it's a cum rug like, this guy's jerking off so much he's like no 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 rags they they just they they like they, just they get, fill up they fill up they get so moist and wet and you can't. They just become unusable after about a day's worth of tugging. Uh, so <laughs> a day's worth. A day's worth of tug. About fifty meters of tug. Yeah, and so you just got to. I got to use rugs these days, you know, just to cut back on cleaning. And I know that you they they, they end up drying for uh, you know three to four days because you know they're so dense and mm. and mm. Uh, and but thank you, know, you. And and the thread count's so high. But uh, it's just, you know, I just have two, three rugs go on the go, usually. <laughs> and so, uh, I look, I've, I've worked out a system. <sighs> Masturbation stuff is funny. Yeah. Look, I apologize. And, and look, and I don't want to be doing that stuff. But in the end, it's just funny. You work with what uh, reality gives you. And yeah. reality has dictated that masturbation is funny. Certainly has. <sighs> yeah. And I don't want to argue with reality. Mm-hmm. Andy, I know we've reached five, but I feel like we need to get one more. Yeah, one more? Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, Absolutely. Like, like, will you go with me on this journey? Alistair, hold my hand. Yeah, all right. Now let's... Oh, now we're actually holding hands. We're actually holding hands and, and we're going together. Uh, Do you think that we could come up with a sketch, sketch whilst, holding, whilst hands. holding hands? It might be the it might be the first group that's ever done that. <laughs> so, I mean, if you want to pioneer uh, like sketch comedy, we could be the first group that... 
uh, comes up with at least a sketch, mm-hmm. and then after we perform the sketch, we go. We came up that w- came up with that while we, were while we were hands. holding hands. <laughs> right. Could they be like a um a uh, uh oh shit? Yeah, we could be like the pajama men, right? Yeah. Who wear pajamas while mm-hmm. performing, but we could we could just hold hands. We can hold th- hands through the whole show, <laughs> and that could be our gimmick. <laughs> Well, that's not bad. Look, it's not bad. Should we change our name to, to it's something? It's not bad. It's not good. It's probably indifferent. It's, it's one of those indifferent. Things. You think? I mean, like, I think it would kind of make us a little like the Siamese sketch group yeah. of some sort. Siamese because we would uh, we'd be eating a lot of Thai food uh, during <laughs> this time. We're holding hands in quite a strange way because it's across <laughs> the desk. Yeah. Your hand is sort of down as if you're a woman whose hand I'm about to kiss in like yeah. the 1800s. Okay. Or and then I'm sort of curved around you mm. so your fingers are pointing down and my fingers are horizontal yeah uh it's a it's an interesting it's kind of connection. also it's also kind of like a deathbed person sort of comforting oh, person in deathbed uh which you know i don't know what that means but what, what this has made me think of is you know maybe the journey that we're going on is like that one that they go on at the end of Elma, uh, thelma and, and louise i haven't seen have that. you read the bi- uh, synopsis on on wikipedia of that one i have yeah yes great <laughs> but I can't remember the end of Well, the, the end, they, they just drive off the cliff. That's right, right? yeah. Like in the Simpsons episode, except okay. it's Clancy and, and Homer <laughs> that do it, and they land in a big pile of garbage. Well, these ones just go off the cliff together and die. What do you think would be a situation that would make us hold, uh, hands, hold and hands and jump off a cliff together? <laughs> it's, it's an interesting thing of like, um, like instead of getting into a car together or like in... Uh, in Pulp Fiction, where they get onto that motorbike together, yeah. but like we just hold hands and then like, sort of go on a road trip holding hands or something like just that. Just walking? Yeah. Yeah. Well, or holding or, hands, but well, instead of getting into a car, I don't know how to make the fact that we're not getting into a car, uh, like the con the the, the trend. Oh, fuck the substitution yeah. of the getting into a car for the holding hand the other way around the holding hands for the getting into a car i don't know how to make that clear enough to make it a joke but uh, at the moment that's what's in my mind because it's just two people walking holding hands <laughs> two people walking holding i mean hands. i don't know why people would would just assume that we're either uh like you know why, why we're not just lovers or or guess, really good friends i guess we could um get into like a into chases and stuff, like do the things that you would do in a car, yeah. okay, but do it while holding hands. And maybe also the police who are chasing us are also holding hands. Sort of like in that Carlton ad. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, no, there's a Carlton ad like that where the, yeah, they're, they're, they're just running but with pints. Oh. Yeah, and yeah, then the cops right. are chasing them like Chasing that them well. also with pints. With pints, yeah. I only know it because I know one of the guys in the thing, in the ad. Yeah, yeah. really? Oh, who's that? Tim Mayer. Oh, okay. I don't know him. He was in a, a, a oh, musical comedy group yeah, with uh, Kai. I think that was Kai last did. name was Mayor. Yeah, yeah. No, I do know. I know. I, yeah, I remember that. Ad. Yeah. Um, um, but maybe the reason why. We're, oh, sorry. You continue. No, no, no. Go. Maybe the reason why we're jumping off the cliff. Yeah. Together is because we both have this really weird insecurity. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Where we don't want to be thought of as the guys uh, who, who talk about superconductors, superconductors <laughs> as analogies. Yep. And we had just both collaborated on a superconductor super analogy. analogy in front of people. <laughs> Guys, and we're still holding hands. We're still holding hands. Okay. I don't know. It's important that you know that we're still holding hands. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, th- I think we can do something with the, with the, like the, the chases. I imagine like sort of almost like driving, like smashing through buildings and stuff while 
holding hands. Is it too close to the ad? Do you think to well, be look, able to what do about that? the it's 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 a it's a new style of parkour. Right, that they've realized it's actually we can do this way better by holding hands. It's like yeah. you know, kung fu has different styles. There's yeah. drunken boxing. There's a uh, uh, wing chung. Yep. You know, uh, there's you know the monkey style. Well, we're holding <laughs> hands parkour, right? Okay. And so it's a lot of like one guy grabbing hold of a post and then spinning the other guy around, and then they kind of rotate like you know, sort of two molecules for yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they're trying to escape angular momentum. Yeah, and so they're just being chased by cops. You know what they're not like? They're not like electrons, which are moving in unison in a superconductor. That's true. They, they are not like no, that. No, absolutely. Their waveforms have not synchronized. Oh, sure, they're moving together as one, yeah. but they are not moving like electrons in oh, a superconductor. No, no. Boy, they're, oh boy. They are flowing in direct. I am the last guy blah, blah, blah. to say something like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> um, okay, um, holding hands parkour. You could write that down as a sketch. You think you so? Yeah. All right. Is it just so that we let go? No, no. Look, I'll write down holding hands. In fact, I'm going to keep holding on to you just to prove to you that... Uh, well, I mean... This is, this is definitely the longest I've ever held hands with a man. Yeah? Yeah. What I do you reckon? Yeah. I definitely, definitely think this is the longest you've held hands with a man. Um, probably... <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, that you consider me a man. You, would you say that you're manhandling me right now? Um, uh, yeah. Am I being manhandled? I definitely think you would say that. Alistair, <laughs> <laughs> stop having your own. Op- stop only having opinions about my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's fun, isn't it? It is fun. Thank you, and um, yeah, yeah. Why Do can't there be a, a movie about a massage guy who hunts a pig? Hunts a pig, uh. and then he holds hand with the pig, <laughs> and they come up with a sketch. <sighs> All right. Do you think this is the end, Andy? Yeah, I think this is the end. Should we let go for the final? Let's disengage. Uh, <laughs> my my um, I was clasping you. My my hands don't quite want to like my fingers don't quite want to straighten out. Oh. Yeah, I think. My hands oh. didn't really want to let go. <laughs> ah, there we go. Got it. Yeah, my hand, Andy. I don't know. Mm. I think maybe you had a lasting impression on me, Alistair. Yeah. Well, yes. uh, and you on me. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's long-lasting. Sort of like uh, the great breath that you get after a Colgate toothbrush. Mm, that's our new sponsor. Yeah. Breath. <laughs> breath. <laughs> <laughs> Two in the think tank. Brought to you by breath. <sighs> breathe. <sighs> and don't forget to breathe. Yeah, but... When you think of breath, do you just think of mostly bad breath? Or do you just think of, like, just any old air that's gone into lungs? I I think probably bad breath. Like, I, I think, like, in my consideration of breath, bad breath mm. probably comes higher on the list of, like, Things concerns that and that sort of thing than um, areas of interest than, than, than good breath or neutral breath. You know what's crazy about bad breath is that you can never be sure whether or not you have it. Because you can, yeah. Because first of all, you don't know whether you have it because you can't really yes uh, smell, you your, smell own your own breath. And second of all, you don't know if you can trust b- the people who are close to you to tell you that you have bad breath. <laughs> even well, the people who are closest to you, some people will yeah. do it, but even the people who are closest to you, they may not tell you. 
physically closest and emotionally closest. Yeah, absolutely. The and people who are most distant from you also probably won't for yeah. a variety of reasons. It's very difficult to trust them. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes you just trust them more because they're not people who are close to you. That's totally true. You know it's, what I mean? It's, yeah, that's a ridiculous thing that we do where we trust the opinions of strangers a lot of the time more than we trust the opinions yeah, of those I, who are like, close you know, to us. Uh, you, you try to tell me uh, that... Uh, Something is good, and I go, yeah, right. And then there's some wacko from the bus stop tells me it. It's and bad, go, and you're like, oh, I well, knew it. I knew it. I should yeah. have known that my friend was a liar, <laughs> a dirty, stinking liar. <laughs> that he has no taste. Yeah. Yeah, especially, hopefully, no taste of my bad breath. Imagine mm-hmm. if, oh, just the thickness of... Imagine if somebody's bad breath was so thick that you could taste it. Uh, or oh, see it. Meaty. Oh, <laughs> like, like, a, like a sort of light, light brown gray. Brown gas. Oh, like I was imagining light gray kind of mist. Like a brown gas I picture more goes with shit and farting or something like that. Okay. Like, a, like, a, like you know, but, uh, but bad breath for some reason I picture is like a light gray. Oh, that's really strange. Mm. I think that's really weird of you. Yeah? Yeah. Anyway. I think green is too much. Green's Gr- too much. Green's too much. Green's too cartoony. It's too septic. Yeah, mm. it's too like you know, like there might maybe a mist that comes off a sewer. <laughs> um, uh, no, my thoughts have all disappeared. They've fled. Oh no. Okay, so you can't smell your own breath, right? Is there anything else we can do with that? Uh, like something else about you that, like, maybe a yeah. guy who's like. You can't smell your own farts. No, yeah, you know or what? You, you can't see your own shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how you can't see your own shirt. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like you can, like it's like how you can't smell your own breath. <laughs> now, you can't sm- see your own shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so you look in the mirror and you just you just topless. Yeah. Oh, you go, Fuck! I've never noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's right. Yeah. <laughs> you go shit. Yeah, yeah, shirts are like vampires. <laughs> when you put them on, they have no reflection. You can't see your own You can't. Um, it's like how you can't. Uh, you can't taste your own uh, car. No. <laughs> you can't taste your own. I don't want to say anything that's an actual body product. You know. Sure. Um, anyway. Look, Earwax? you can't feel your own uh, legs happiness. Happiness. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that would be sad. Oh wow. Yeah. Maybe that's true, Alistair. That we can only feel the happiness of others. It's definitely not true. <laughs> that's definitely not true, guys. I'm still, I'm still adamant that that I don't think there is such a thing as happiness. Yeah. That there's just doing things you enjoy, and. That's pretty much it. And then also just like, look, also this is the thing I, th- I, th- I think about. You know, like, I wonder why, uh, like, people, like, you know, relationships breaking up and people dying, it, it, like, like why the mourning process is so long, mm. right? And, like, why, why it, you know, it's why we're so sad. I reckon is because your brain spends so much time predicting your future. Yep. Right? Um, that when, and, and, and that it predicts a future so far ahead, Right, that when something major like that changes, that it has to reprogram the whole future, like where it, like takes a person yeah, out of yeah, it and yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that. And I feel like that process is somehow linked in with uh, with linked it, linked in with sadness and everything like yeah. that. Of just like 
like it's just uncomfortable and you're and, 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 and every time you access memories where like or, or you know or, or possible futures where you thought that this thing you was going to be there you have to remodel it yeah it's like rendering something in fu- in uh, in mm. Adobe Premiere mm. you know you've got all that rendering time all that oh, rendering you've gone in and you've changed it. the client wanted to change this one yeah. uh, CGI effect that we had in one scene now I have to have re-render the entire yeah. project that takes like 48 hours because mm. I don't have a good processor yeah exactly it's like that it's we're like, re-rendering our own future. Yeah, you know, like how to accommodate the loss of a partner. The thing I've heard about is like computer computer hours or processing hours or whatever yeah. like that. And so, like it's a, let's say it takes takes a thousand hours to to break an encryption on a on an mm. email or something like that. Yeah. Right. But if you have lots of CPU, uh, yeah, lots of servers and things like that, it, you know, they, you have a lot of computer hours. Well, the brain only has certain computer hours, and so every time it encounters a new project, it's like, oh fuck. So that's why it's like it's painful again to you know you encounter a, a potential solution where you're like, oh yeah, that's right, they're not going to be at my at my thirtieth birthday or whatever. Like yeah. That. You go ah, and then you got to reprocess that one, and just like ugh. Yeah. Anyway. I wonder, like, there used to be that thing uh, called SETI. Remember SETI? Yeah. Search for extraterrestrial yeah, yeah, yeah. intelligence, I think and it's you delicious. could. Yeah, it probably does. And you could, um, but you could sign your computer up to a thing, mm. uh, and they would use your CPU when you weren't using your computer to like process data. Mm. Um, and it was just sort of a decentralized thing, and they would like via the internet get your computer to process data for them, so yeah. they could have access to this huge network of processing power. Yeah. Well, um, I was going to say, why don't they do that for other things? But uh, it's probably fairly obvious. So let's move why? on. Oh, I was uh, like. Why is it the obvious? other day I was thinking like, well, why can't um, Google use this like for processing stuff? And maybe you could get some, you know, micro payments or something for the amount of processing time mm. that they use. But then I realized, well, that would mean sending a lot of data to your computer, and probably that's um, not good from them for, for them from a, like a privacy point of view and stuff. Anyway, maybe it's not. It's not a look. I think it's doable though. Yeah. Why can't the cloud? Why can't every node in in a in a in a network like this yeah. be both a processor and a uh, like you know like storage? Like, and a, yeah, and everything. yeah, yeah. Then we'd have a real neural network of computers. Mm. Yeah, I don't know why some of them have to just be like an inform like you know just like a thing that information just passes through. Uh, are there things like that? Um, like like the the computers that are just involved in a cloud computer? Do they have CPUs on them at all? I've got no idea. Well, fucking anyway. This is you know help to me. No, sorry, I'm, I'm joking. Uh, I am. No, Do you, you want to take us through the sketches that we've come up with sure. today? I understand. All right. Today we have man who instantly overcomes adversity because he's so positive. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. okay. Use a touchscreen. Yeah. Yeah. That's after his with my stump. Chop, chop. Gets chop, choppy off. Choppy up. Uh, my strange insecurities. It's a really reality TV show on. Um, on Discovery or what's that other network? Yeah, that's like classic one. Anyway. Uh, the Lifestyle Channel? Yeah, it might be on the Lifestyle Channel. Yeah, let's go with that. Sure. Nat hey, Geo? Nat Geo? Oh, I don't think it'll be on National Geographic. No, uh, what about the History Channel? Maybe. Th- no, maybe. What about uh, FX? Oh, yep. You know, MTV. Great. Yeah. Uh, Origins of U2, back when they used to be <laughs> part of Microsoft. <laughs> that was really fun. <laughs> uh, sketch Concept. <laughs> Think tech, think oh sketch concept. Uh, for, some, for some reason, we we just I, I just wrote down sketch concept. Think tank that uh, comes up with political problems. 
What, you mean you don't write down sketch concept for every single one of these sketches that we've been doing in the entire podcast? Alistair, how are we supposed to know that they're sketch concepts if you don't write that down for each sketch concept? I don't know, actually. <laughs> I don't know. A uh, happy ending in film uh, slash massage. So, you know, we got a couple of options here. Yeah. Which is the... Uh, the for- former masseuse director, yeah. you know, who adds, uh, you know, uh, like somebody getting jerked off at the end of movies. Mm-hmm. Or we have uh, things like at the end of a massage, somebody, you know, hands them a knife and you get to cut the person open <laughs> like a little red riding hood and your grandma's freed from the belly of the beast. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, the problem with that happy ending yeah. is it involves just a little bit too much disgusting gore for me to <laughs> yeah, <like laughs> for it to be a happy ending. For completely instantly thinking that that's a happy ending. But anyway... But yeah. what if the person is dressed up as Little Red Riding Hood and they're super happy and you find out that the wolf was a really bad person, like he great. used to be a Nazi? Yeah, great. <laughs> it's not enough being... Like, yeah, it's, it's hard to... You know, it's bad that you judge a wolf just for being a wolf. But if you found out that they were also right. part of a... A, a, a Nazi organization. Yeah, Nazi, yeah. I mean, Nazis get judged pretty harshly. You know, like... It's. It would have been hard to grow up in 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 Germany during that time, and not get involved. Do we have to have this on we the <laughs> podcast? This. Does no. this have to be something that we talk about no, at this point? No, it doesn't point? have to be. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> Alistair always trying to get people to have a more positive view of the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's just feel, let's just all be negative Nellies. <laughs> uh, holding hands parkour. But guess what? We came up with that whilst holding hands. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Great. Who would have thought? Yeah. And uh, you can't see your own shirt, apparently. <laughs> it's like uh, you can't smell your, your own, breath. own breath. There you go. Uh, that was fun. Especially that bit where we were talking about massages and hunting. I had a really great time. Yeah, I was having a good time in there, yeah, too. Yeah, great. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, and everybody... <coughs> Everybody, let's. Everybody, that's the. Everybody, end of the podcast. Thanks. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.